you are listening to The Consultants. We are trying out a new theme tune. So far, it seems quite cheerful. But this bit is a little bit harder to fit words to. This bit is calmer, unhurried and playful. The studio audience, relax and unwind. A time to reflect on the length of the theme tune. And tell us politely, we're wasting your time. You are listening listening to to The Consultants. I am rather liking this theme tune. I am also liking this theme tune. But I'm reckoning that it's probably going to end soon. (laughs) Right, can everyone hear me? Good. You're probably itching to know where we're going to be migrating to this year. We are going to South Africa. Hey, 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 yeah, I thought it like that. Uh, on the way down, we'll visit the Transvaal, and yes, we will be spending a couple of weeks following the wine trail down to Cape Town. Uh, all right, yeah, that's good stuff there, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how far is it? Well... <laughs> well, as the crow flies, about 12,000 miles, but as you know, we're swallows, so we should do it in about 10. Tony, have you done the head count? Hold on. 9,998, 9,999, 10,000. Yeah, Reese, everyone's here. Right, I think we're all set. <sighs> all right, fellas. Ah, uh, all right, Dennis. All right, Dennis. Where, where are you all off to, then? <laughs> Just popping down the... Popping down the, uh, the shops. Yeah. All right. There's, uh, there's a lot of you going, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a big shop. Hold on, hold on. You're not migrating, are you? No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Oh, Dennis. Well, thanks for telling me. No, well, you mustn't have got the email. Oh, yeah. What email address did you use? Dennis underscore swallows underscore 2001 at wingtip dot... Is it dot com or dot net? Well, either one. Ah, right. Then probably I must have probably put dot org then. Um. <laughs> why don't you want me to come? Why, why can't you tell me to my face? What have I ever done to you? Dunno, I just don't like you. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Dennis. Uh, tell you what, we'll figure out why we don't like you over the winter and let you know in the spring, eh? Is it because my beak sticks out? Why will they fly without me to the sun? Ten thousand of them wheel away And I am left here sad betrayed As blue as the blue sky where they have gone I'm no lame duck I mustn't grouse I need no poultry pity For this green and pheasant land Is crammed with avian Opportunity, I am a jackdaw of all trades. Forget my friends, foul play. I can hawk my words elsewhere. Go sing a song in Berkeley Square. 
Flutter off into the sunset, for my life is at an end. Farewell, my vacationing, migrationing, mocking birds, my once fair feathered Hello, Daddy, and Daddy, this is John. John, this is my father. Well met, daughter Meredith, and I, her partner John. Good evening, I clip myself Peter, and Wendy, my wife, Fanon. <laughs> good evening. Come ye in our dwelling abode, letting your weary feet across the threshold. And as you drain a warming a copper, I will take your coats and hang them up. <laughs> Thank you. John, raise a welcome glass, for Meredith is a comely lass. Her robe is rich, her bosom strong. Many children suckle there ere long. <laughs> quite, quite, yes. Oh, oh, oh that's, that's quite powerful. Homebrew is this potion's name. A kit from Boots ere it came, for gift as I on Christmas past, full all ingredients, and yes, was placid in an stewing pot, left for three weeks, but tastes like shot. No. <laughs> No, it's delightful. I hope for your travel there was but a small delay. The roadworks and gelatinery give you no dismay. No, we came on the M3 but got off at the A34, so we avoided most of the trouble around Winchester. Me a wife to read the map and saw to traffic say adieu. I have a speed camera detector in my brand new Daihatsu. <laughs> Very useful. Come sit ye down, for I passed now appeareth through the serving hatch. My wife cook well, and that I trow for Dahlia, she is unworthy match. <laughs> Sir, where is Mummy? Up in the bedroom have I banished me no wench. <laughs> Makeup did she slap, and perfume to hide her stench. Why, like an trollop, must she marketh she her face and hair? Full twenty days she will remain in silence and in prayer. <laughs> See, wow, this looks delicious. Yes, it, it's Mummy's special curry. Oh, oh, gosh, John, I forgot to say. No, no, don't worry, I'll, I'll just have the salad. Is there a problem with the repast meat? Is it not as the hive full of honey, sweet? No, it's lovely, it's just that I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> Devil's bones. <laughs> it, it's fine, it, it's my fault, I, I should have said. Why eat you not of meat and drink of all the dainties that men could have think to chew not of the bones of lamb, of beef, of chicken, and of ham? <laughs> Well, it's a sort of ethical thing. Be thou man or woman kind, that not flesh and blood thy teeth will grind. Darken not him in threshold stain and moor under this roof, thou chewer of cud, thou ass, thou boofer. I forgot to say, um, Daddy's a bit old-fashioned. <laughs>
Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate the life of Les Compton, who sadly passed away this week, leaving his wife, Wendy, and children, Karen and Bob. Having been at this parish only a few months, I didn't know Les as well as most of you here, but I do know this. Fine! Les was a valuable member of the parish council who campaigned for a long time to keep the church at the centre of the community. And though he was outvoted on many issues of parish reform, his labours did bear some fruit. For example, it was Les's idea to use the back of the church as a squash court. Yet now it would be hard to imagine St. Saunders without its mixed-sex changing area and the smell of embrocation. It is also because of Les that each year we have a small key-cutting booth instead of a Christmas crib. Admittedly, there was some consternation within the parish when Les introduced the drive-through burger bar. Would you like to go large? <laughs> Thank you for your order. Please proceed to the third window of the nave. Shortly, at his request, Les's body will be encased in tarmac and laid as a speed bump in the church car park. In the meantime, if you'd please stand, we'll now sing a hymn that was very close to Les's heart. Dear Lord, I haven't thought this through. Dave, hello. Hiya, Paul. How are you? I'm great. I haven't seen you for ages. Oh, it's been years. How have you been? Really good. Things have really picked up. Yeah. Yeah, job's going great. I'm at the top of my game. Brilliant. How about you? so good, really. Oh, no. No, I've had a bit of a dip. Oh, dear. Yeah, Margie left me and I took a bit of a slide. No. Yeah, and then I came down with something. Oh, no. Without going into it too deeply. <laughs> I was at rock bottom. But now things are looking up? No, not really. All of the fathers of all of the daughters in all of the shops in the town have spurned me, disowned me, forbade me from dating their daughters. They're doing me down. They're doing me down. They're doing me down. I had a beef encounter with a butcher's blue-eyed daughter. Tripe for the picking. She was awful and nice. I thought I'd have to raise my standards as I gazed into her tender eyes. Her father, he thought otherwise that we should ever fraternize. Oh, of my sirloins like a lamb to the slaughter. A poultry chap like you won't jump the rump on my daughter. Oh, yes, scrag end of neck out of my butchery shop. Or I'll stick you in the kidneys and I'll punch you in the chalk. All of the fathers of all, all the daughters in all of the shops in the town Have prevented and vetoed me wooing their dear darling daughters They're doing me down, 
They're doing me down. They're doing me down. So then I fixed my glaze on the baker's daughter. She had buns and she had baps of the very highest order. But enough about her produce. Could she be the slice for me? Her very father, he did not agree with my proposed patisserie. My dear, a darling daughter, you are better bred than this. I'll batten burg in black and blue if it try to steal a kiss. Get out of my bakery, slam your truffles in my oven. I beat a hasty retreat. I couldn't get no cake shop loving. All of the fathers of all of the daughters in all of the shops in the town had prohibited and banned me romancing their dear darling daughters. They're doing me down. They're doing me down. They're doing me down. She was strawberry blonde. She was the daughter of the grocer. She was golden and delicious. I wanted to get closer to plant just one sweet kiss on that apple-cheeked face. But her father, he said, no, he was a fruit and veg case. Get your little red courgette away. She'll never be your wife. I'll beetroot you to within an inch of your life. I'll artichoke you. You were sparrow, disgust me, and I'm tough. Come and have a cardo if you think you're hard enough. I've tried all of the daughters of all of the fathers in all of the shops in the street. I was too base for the baker, too gross for the grocer, and the butcher didn't want me to meet his beloved. But I found a lovely girl with acne, dog breath, dandruff, two boss eyes, rotten feet, a built-up shoe, flaking skin and massive thighs. Her dentures are as wobbly as the wheels on the trolleys. In our father's supermarket, which I manage now, how jolly. I slash all of my prices just as low as they can get. Special offers, fruit and veg. Try a lovely fresh baked bread. Buy one chicken, get one free. I'm open seven days a week. Pile it high and price it low, how can a high street compete? How can it compete? All of the fathers of all, of the daughters of all, of the shops in the town are ruining the day they forbade me from dating their daughters, cause I shut them all down, I'll shut them all down, I'll shut them all down. the cobbles of Chauncey Street, across Huey Green and up Damon Hill, there is an unmarked door. <laughs> and if one quotes the correct password... Big fat horse. <laughs> one gains entry to the elite and highly secretive Grumbles Club, to which only the finest gentlemen are admitted. <laughs> Ah, some sound vanity. I wonder what awaits us in the Grumbles tonight. Dum dum, Maynard. I've a pouch of brand new moustache wax. Fancy a treatment? Bravo. Actually, talking of wax, Madame Tussaud is going to unveil the Queen's new likeness today. If we're ever to bag a knighthood, we'd do well to attend and pay our respects. Wax lyrical over the majestic mannequin, eh? <laughs> Good plan, Maynard. Outrage, gentlemen, outrage! Well, what's the flurry with you, Babcock? Vanity was about to cream my whiskers. Scandalous, sir! I was in the lizard lounge stuffing my walnut meerschaum with a plug of rough cherry shag when suddenly a cluster of women amble in. <laughs> Milly Vanilli! Women? <laughs> in the Grumbles Club? What's all this about womankind 
chucking up our plays with their fancy figures. Good evening, gentlemen. I say, Major Barnaby Babcock, at your service, my associates, Dr. Philbert Vanity. Drop that ghetto blaster. <laughs> and Spencer Maynard the Fourth. Word. <laughs> and upon whom are we so fortunate as to be taking the pleasuring of? Mrs. Emmeline Pankhurst, I'm the king of the suffragettes. <laughs> With all due respect, sweetie poops, we already have a monarch. Her name's the Queen and we love her. We must ask you to leave. I'm afraid I can't. Gentlemen's clubs such as yours unjustly exclude women. But, madam, our club has been in existence ever since Sir Walter Raleigh himself sat upon that ottoman and threw up in his boots. Isn't that right, ottoman? Yeah, that's right, chief. <laughs> All you men do all day is talk rot and guff ash at the skirting boards. No mops, no soap, no sillet bang. We demand full emancipation to extend our womanly touch to the whole of Britain. Now get out. I'm going to wash your clock. Abominable! We can't have these serviettes feminising the grumbles. Yes, come, gentlemen. We'll take our protest to the Queen herself. Ah, let's skedaddle to Madame Tussauds and kick up a stink. To oppose the inexorable march of sexual fair play. When do we want it? Presently, or within a period of time agreeable to Her Majesty's wishes. Oh dear, no one seems to be paying us the slightest attention. We need to do something sensational. Huh? Let's burn our underwear. Oh, do we have to, Babcock? I've just had mine replated. No. Babcock's right. The Queen will really stop and think when she sees our thunderpants going up in flames. <laughs> Let's do it. Ready, sirs? Ready. Ready. <coughs> My, that's acrid. Careful, Babcock. <laughs> Your incandescent smalls are dangerously close to the Queen's likeness. Counter-goo-goo! The waxworks are all ruined! Garibaldi's gone out like a Roman candle! Oh, we've got a runny Prince Charlie and a half-Nelson! Oh, the Queen, she's ended up in a puddle with Wellington! Bony M! That must be Her Majesty arriving now! Right, Babcock, you've done Queen's before. Put on the dummy's clothes and stand on the plinth. I'll replace Albert. Vanity, you be Gladstone. Remember, everyone, stand perfectly still or we'll be discovered. Is that one supposed to be me? I look like a plump dwarf in a dress. <laughs> Speak for yourself. They're alive! What is the meaning of this? Um, uh, Your Majesty, uh, uh, allow me to explain. Vanity was about to give me a facial when a woman started fiddling around the grumbles, exciting insurrection amongst our members and threatening to clean up our private area. Um, we left her rinsing our pendulum and came to swords to express our beefs and then ignited our underthings to make you put the willies up Pankhurst. Unfortunately, our direct action made everyone go hot and floppy and left us with a wonky Prince Albert and a sloppy Dickens, so Babcock here popped on your clobber just as you came. But your, your majesty. majesty! Guards, arrest these scoundrels! Ah! No knighthoods and women running the grumbles? Perhaps one of your pithy aphorisms can cheer us, vanity. Hmm. All of us are lying in the gusset, but some of us are looking at the bras. <laughs> Get him. Oh! Ow! Not my face! Ooh! Ah! 
Here we are. This is one of the county's oldest lighthouses. It was built in 1815. Very simple construction and has been recently renovated. So, let's begin the tour. This is the light. <laughs> right. I know your first marriage counselling session can be quite nerve-wracking, but try not to worry. Who would like to go first? Henry? I don't even want to be here. <laughs> right, Henry, that's quite a negative response. Um, Anne, shall we start with you? He just doesn't want to spend time with me. He's always out late. Sometimes he doesn't even come home. He always says he's been watching sport or out dancing. And, and you don't believe him? Well, no. I like sports and I like dancing. What's wrong with that? Right, thank, thank you, Henry. All right, so, um, when did things start to go wrong? It was never right. When we first started seeing each other, he was sleeping with my sister. Ah. While, while his divorce was coming through. That, that's not an ideal start to a marriage, is it? And then he started to dissolve the monasteries. Ah. <laughs> radical ecclesiastical reorganisation so that he can have a, a ch child! <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. It's not much to ask, is it? <laughs> We've got one, Henry. Have we? Elizabeth. She's called Elizabeth. She's a girl! What a man-child. Oh. <laughs> How many times must we go through this? <laughs> so, Jane... That's a nice name. <laughs> oh, thanks. Did I tell you? I'm in a band. One, two, one, two, three, four. My name's Joe, I'm a prisoner in a chain gang Nineteen years is the debt I've got to pay Breaking rocks and laying down a railroad I'd be a millionaire if I had got away Be a millionaire if I had got away um. My name's Bob, I'm a prisoner in a chain gang Me and Joe, we tried to rob a bank Chased by cops as we ran to our vehicle. Drove 20 yards before they threw us in the tank. Drove 20 yards and then they threw us in the tank. Um, my name's Bill. I'm a prisoner in a chain gang. I was driving the getaway car. The bank was next to a shop selling lingerie. 
I would have got away if I hadn't bought a bra. I couldn't help myself. Oh, sure. Shut up. I'm sick of busting rocks for the man. Let's take the three of us run for it. We work together, we'll be in Mexico in three days. Count me in, Joe. I can't run in these heels. Well, for, for God's sakes, take them off. Um, we took our picks and we smashed through the manacles Off we ran down the freshly laid track Shots rang out and a bullet clipped my cheekbone I said a little prayer and I never looked back Said a little prayer and I never looked back um, Down through the woods and up through the valleys Stopped for breath when the sun went down me and Joe made a shelter out of shrubbery. Builded his nails in a purple dressing gown. Builded his nails in a purple dressing gown. Okay. okay, fellas, we can lay low here for a while. No one make a sound. What the hell's that noise? It's my hair dryer. If I don't use the diffuser, my curls go flat. Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> They found us again. Quick, quick, hop the this way, fellas. Let's make a run for it. Oh, we ran into town and we made for the safe house. Bob kept watch while I tried to break the lock. Bill waxed his legs and applied a Dead Sea face mask. And wept like a child when he tore his yellow frock. Wept like a child when he tore his yellow frock. <laughs> It's no good, fellas. I can't get this door to open. I reckon we can make it to the railroad tracks if we scoot. We jumped for a train that was heading for the border. Joe hold me up by the collar of my shirt. Bill snagged his nylons on the wheel of the buffet car. But to our surprise, we found the police had got there first. But to our surprise, we found the police had got there first. Freeze! Looks like you gents are going back to the chain gang. Apologies for this intrusion, madam. Oh, uh, that's all right, Ossifer. <laughs> you two, come with me. I stayed on the train as Bob and Joe marched back to prison. I waved them bye-bye as I clutched my makeup bag. The very next day, I'm a resident of Mexico. Arriba! Enjoying tequilas. Now that life's not such a drag. <laughs> Tequila. The Consultants was written and performed by Neil Edmond, Justin Edwards and James Rawlings. Additional material was written by James Eldridge, Steve Morrison and Dan Evans. Music and noises came from George Cockrell, Justin Edwards and Jerry Peel. The choir was Ben Walker, Ross Buddy, John Evanson and Ian Aitkenhead. The producer was Will Saunders. <laughs>